This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash co-optional. Gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 9th of May. Yes, yes, 9th of May, what? 2017. No, May got, is flying by. We got the, we came so, I know that's not a sentence. I was going to say, we came so hard. What? Wait, what? No. No, no you're right. Not you're the right. song. Could you're be. right. We came so hard. We came uh, so hard. You're right. And... and and got it, so far and it got, it got, so, it, it got, got so, so far but it yes um yep welcome to the classy podcast where we're always classy that's the m-rated version that was that was the non-radio edit of that mm-hmm. particular lincoln park album they were really offended they had to change so much come, they did about that song there was some serious in. cuts made any t- all right first off two things one, how come anytime someone says radio edit, all I can think of the Kid Rock song where it goes radio edit. I, two, I two? Did, I thought that wasn't deliberate, and but it was. He he, he put that in was. there. He put that in there to be obvious. I'm like, yeah. no, that's that isn't required at all. And two, going back to Lincoln Park for a minute, it has always been my dream. I'm gonna give this to the internet because I'll never do it. But go back, watch the video to in the end. And then go watch the movie Final Fantasy Spirits Within and tell me a mashup does not need to be made. It is the <laughs> on the exact same planet with the exact, like, literally, you can stick uh, Shinoda and Aki Ross next to each other and they would literally be in the same movie. I'm letting you know, go do that internet. Go look. After this podcast ends, go look at that and tell me that shit is not the same. It's the exact same. It has bugged me for years. That is basically the Spirits Within movie song video. I would prefer to remember the Spirits Within as I thought it was then and not how it really is, honestly. <laughs> right? No, that's, I was it literally was just good. thinking to myself, I remember when I went to see Spirits Within, I like made my whole family go to see Spirits Within and Ooh. I thought it looked incredible. Ooh. And now when you go to look at it, you're like, oh. Uh, I believe... I, oh. I believe at the time it was myself and my girlfriend at the time and one other dude in the theater and he laughed the entire movie. And then when it ended, the last line was, it's so warm. I laughed as well. So <laughs> this one, this, like the last line of the movie is a weird, bizarre movie. So just like, just no, it's not a good movie. It's not good. It never Although was. It's, fantastic yeah it, it never was it was impressive at the time for as a tech it was a tech demo you know a tech demo movie that's all it was yeah it, it had like a weird uncanny valley vibe to it the eyes like seemed dead like everything about it <laughs> god we've come so far 
That was like the pinnacle. Right. As I said, we came technology. so hard. Hard, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we came so hard. Today's episode proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace.com slash co-optional for your free trial attempts and of your first order. Yes. Make your next yes. move yes. with Squarespace. Squarespace. We've now we've all been infiltrated by Squarespace now. We're all hey. Squarespace shills in our own way here on the show. It's true. Indeed. It's true. I'm trying to get people to make a uh competitor to hot or not, but with shooter characters. <laughs> I I like the idea that you think the hot or not requires a competitor these days. Yeah. Like, is, is it really, is the competition that hot or not <laughs> yes. to justify that? Hot or that? not will live on forever unless we do something about it. <laughs> what was... if we just ignore it? What if we stop <laughs> trying to Can no. we not acknowledge that it exists? No. Stop. How else are we going to find out which one is the best arena shooter with multiple heroes in it? Wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. Are you doing a hot or not for like... Quake versus Doom, hot or not? <laughs> like, can, can we can we have MOBA or not? Like, is it a MOBA? No, it's a MOBA, right? It's a MOBA. It, oh yes, you what MOBA? Yes. Dot com. Indeed. <laughs> oh my God, we need that. We need a hot or not for games. Just like it's just a game. Is it a game or not? Yeah, game or game not? Or not. Yeah. It's just, it's just all Chinese room titles. So I feel this it is. is biased. Something's biased. <laughs> oh, hmm. there's some people in chat who don't know what hot or not is. That's I'm good. Stay oh, pure. Stay them. pure. Don't, don't look for it. In, stay pure. Oh, that, so that, that those were the days back. There, there was a, a brief time where it was not blocked on the school network, where the school network was the only place to get on the internet. And hot or not is how we spent time for some reason. Yeah. I don't know really why. <laughs> and then, of course, you I mean, uploaded your own photo. You know, of posing. Because you needed to find out. Am I with hot sunglasses or not? on and probably a samurai sword? No, you know what yeah. they've turned it into now. Her angle. They just they've turned it into like oh, a her. weird kind of dating app. So no, it's Tinder, basically just Tinder. Right. And then it'll be like you thought somebody was hot and they thought you were hot too. Barf. And that's, yeah. <laughs> Pay $2.99 to find out who. Mm. Dear I, Lord. Can I ask a question of you two and the internet along sure. the lines of hot or not? <laughs> sure. The new, the new trend by saying, when I say new trend, I mean, Jesse's an old man and has only really discovered this over the last few months. I love uh, the fact that you think we're going to be relevant to this conversation. The I new know you will because I know Dodger. Dodger probably oh, okay. has right. seen this shit like crazy. Okay. The trend usually on Reddit, but it always ends up everywhere else of like roast me, and people like hold up a thing that's like roast me, and it's like their photo, and then the right. internet just hits on them. It's like, why do you keep uploading photos? Why do people keep? And it progressively becomes people who think they are just like too good to be roasted, and they still get shit on. And it's like, uh, yeah, I happen? prefer because Before another it. another thing that's really big is like the opposite of that, right? Where it's like, here's here's a forum post. Everybody just like post selfies, and we'll all tell each other how adorable we are. On I'm what forum I does that, that ever feel. work? I would like to know. Like, wh which forum can a hug box exist for that long on without being disrupted? Oh, I we should have a great. Oh my God, we should have like a co-optional brag day. We're like. Every Tuesday. Every day is a co-optional brag day. No, but like, while the show is going on, if you tweet co-optional bragging 
and say something good that happened to you today because you're so happy about it and you want to brag, go ahead and do that. <laughs> That's cute. I'm like little Dodger. Yeah, go do that. It's basically what wholesome memes is. You know, the only thing worth visiting on Reddit, wholesome memes, is phenomenal. Wholesome memes is the best memes. Yes. It's I mean, so good. Well, I don't know about that. We have prequel memes. It is. Prequel <laughs> memes can be wholesome. They can, indeed. <laughs> have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Wholesome the Wise? I thought not. <laughs> Let me tell you about it at this weird water play. <laughs> no one knows what the fuck's going on, so I might as well talk to you. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. <laughs> there is, that will never stop being funny. That entire series of movies is infinitely quotable. It's fucking incredible. Fuck that movie. No, no, it, it exists for a reason. <laughs> Look, in I wouldn't say in five years, but even now, that movie is more relevant than Rogue One will ever be. Mm. There's not even a question about that at this point. So silly. No, no one even remembers the names of the characters from Rogue One, but everybody remembers every line from Phantom Menace. You mean you mean shit? Anyway, is a hard name to remember for kids. <laughs> Who the fuck is called Baze? Baze. No, <laughs> A lot of people are called Bay. Yeah, damn Bays, Bay. though. B A Z E Bays. That that is the kind of shit that you, as a twelve-year-old, would have named your future RPG character because you thought it was cool and original. Bays. Yeah. Fucking Bays. They named a character Jen Erso, and it was this close to being Jan Ayres, and I was like, <laughs> they couldn't even throw us that bone. Oh, jeez. Throw us that bone. All uh... I know. Because Mads Mikkelsen was in that movie. Ew. He's Hannibal. And his brother oh, plays yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn in the uh, series. So oh, I'm go. listening to that book right now. And oh, is it, it is so, so very, good. very good. It is so, you know what? It hit me. Uh, as a writer, he is just infinitely better than everyone else. Like, it, it, it's just. Yes. Uh, yes. It, it, like, it's one of those things where. You, you, it's like, you realize for a moment, as you go through the Star Wars canon, like we're doing right now, and you see all the new books, and then Timothy Zahn comes out with a book, and you're just like, oh, well, there's a reason why you're only writing the one, and you are a bajillionaire of book writing. Like, you're amazing, and everyone else is shit compared to you, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, the, after I'd listened to the, what the hell would you call it? Because it, it's the trilogy plus the duology, which might as well have been a trilogy because the last book was about 600 fucking pages. But yeah. after I listened to that, I went and started to try and listen to the first book of the, you know, Empire Ends, whatever trilogy, Aftermath trilogy. You can't trilogy. do it. You can't I can't. It. No, it's shit. It's utter shit in comparison. It's not even close. This uh, is know. what I'll say, though. Shout out to Chuck Windig. That first book sucks the next the book gets better and the third book is phenomenal but you have to, it's like one of those things where you have to go through the journey to I get there <laughs> i'm just gonna read a giant plot synopsis and and go on to two and three there's only that's the only way to do it yeah. and I've, I've got thrown and there's a couple of other i think i'm not sure if death troopers or whatever which is not the same as the death troopers in rogue one it's more of a like horror star wars book supposedly of a bunch of stormtroopers getting murdered by it's basically alien but in star wars and i'm cool think tim wrote okay. it uh and i thought oh, that's a cool idea i'd rather listen to that than go through the uh Dude. that trilogy 
All I can say is because it's officially canon, and even though the old books are not canon anymore, they're still good, but because the new one's officially canon, like, imagine evil imperial Sherlock Holmes goes around and fucking destroys everyone with his mind because he's so much smarter and his rise to power. And it's like yeah. the best book because it's so enjoyable. I was kind of like, that sounds well. awesome. <laughs> Tarkin was kind of like imperial... Uh... Sherlock Holmes too. Like I, I enjoyed that book quite a lot for that. It's just complete lack of combat, really. Like yeah. just outthinking, outsmarting. One, this one has combat, but it's like Thrawn just being like, hmm, "Blow up that thing over there," because here's the reason why, and I'm really smart. Like, Everyone's like, "You did it!" Like, I know I did. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and convincing everybody out of every situation. It's like, ah, a new hostile superior officer. Like superior alien blue reasoning. I was like, I didn't think of it this way before. <laughs> Carry on, lieutenant. <laughs> Like this is perfect, and he has his own Moriarty, which is pretty great too. Like they set it all up. Who, who resents him quite a lot for it, which is quite cool. Yeah, uh, it's, and the best voice. Look, it's great. It's a great yeah. book. Love and it. I can't love recommend it, love it, love it, it enough. It. Yeah, really should have saved the segment for next week when but we're talking about books. But never mind, look, it's I'll fine. Talk about it next week too. Yeah, we'll talk about it again. Talk, I might finish it by then. That'll be great. Uh, yeah. Once a cooperative podcast, we do occasionally talk about video games. It's running a little bit of a shorter show today because you two are off on adventures with Mr. Matt Mercer, I believe. The, we are. Yes, we as, are. as of announced today, the GM mode for Divinity I'm 2. so excited. It's uh, going to be great. Of course, who better to run an event for promoing that than Matt Mercer, the big kind of most famous GM that there is right now? Yeah, dude. Guy Looks is pretty legend. legit. Hopefully, He's so nice too. What a sweetie pie. I'm hoping that game will be what Sword Coast Legends was supposed to be and never ended up being. Well, the backbone's there. Like in the Divinity backbone is there. And I can't wait to see like how Matt makes it all come together because straight up, it's all in there already. Like there is you don't have to add much to the game to the make it GM mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- really th- that's the interesting thing about it. You know, that's there's the advantage and disadvantage of you have this preset system that you can't really alter all that much. Mm-hmm. You can create whatever narrative you want in it. You can use whatever assets you want, but you're still limited by that system. How much can you push that system to take it outside of its comfort zone and create something truly unique with it? Like, will it always feel like you're playing this dude's adventure in the divinity verse? Or will you be able to go so far that the engine becomes nothing more than a set of tools? If you can do that, I'm impressed. Uh, I'll be curious to see where that goes. Yeah, I I think it really comes down to the tool sets, but also more importantly, and this is the same thing with everything, you can have the best tools in the world, but it also comes down to your GM and who's, who's mastering said dungeon. So, you know, I, I, I think we have all the pieces we need to make something really entertaining and show this thing off. But, you know, uh, hopefully... I don't screw it up by being the greatest character. The Dwarven King, he's back, baby. He's coming. Oh, dear, Save no. the day. He's, you can't stop him. He only rolls natural 20s. He's invincible. I, you, I detect a shit show incoming. Were you <laughs> watching the clips from when we played that, or were you just recalling them in your mind before I, we started look, the show you, today? No, no, no. All you know is after all those deaths, after all the times we died, that final battle against that giant worm beast, there was one person who saved the day. Why? How did he save the day? By doing the opposite of what reason suggested you should do in running in like a crazy person. And then playing the, the Dovah King song. What's, what's the matter with that? Nothing. 
Except Nothing. for copyright issues. Lots of copyright yes, flags. That, that, that may be an issue with the promo. <laughs> just a little. I'm not sure Larian's allowed to do that. that Dwarvikeen isn't even related. I'll change yeah. his name to something yeah. cool. I'll try oh. to win. Uh, we'll name him Core McCready. Bays. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll give him a good name. We'll try to kit, kiss Matt's ass a little bit. Give name Yeah, yeah. I mean, McCree. <laughs> look, if anybody is known for being reasonable when it comes to trademarks and copyright issues, it's Zenimax fucking studios. So you should be just fine. Who? God, that's. I, I should get onto that later. That's a news topic now. We won't deal with their dickery right now. We'll talk about games we've been playing this week. But that is relevant because, of course, the game in question for that news article is Prey. Who's uh, played it? Who's touched it? I have. Yeah, I haven't yet. I, I've started it. I, I would have loved to have played more of it. My wife has completely beaten it. Apparently got the ultimate ending, she, whatever that like, is. Com- yeah, like completion oh, mode, got every ending. Yep, she Damn. went really hard on that one. Uh, I've, I'm about two hours in and I'm already really liking it. It is not what I expected, which is great. To Not be fair. too spoopy? No, I'm okay thing. with the spoop. It's mostly just, it's bullshit little jump scares that are all the same. So you get very used to it after the third or fourth time that a coffee cup okay. tries to kill you. It's, it's like nervous. It's not, yeah, it's not scary jump scares. It's like, ah, oh, fuck these little guys. Ah, oh. Yeah, they're like, irritating. Not- they're annoying. You're like, I'm not, I'm not scared by them. It's the same sound cue every time. You're always warned by it. When you're in the yeah. general vicinity, there will be visual warnings. Apparently, fairly early on in the game, you do get something that lets you detect them anyway, so it's not oh. a big deal. Uh, I do like okay. the fact that the larger enemies are genuinely threatening, difficult to take down. You can't just go and hit them in the face. You do have to work on them, which is great. There are strategies involved in it. I was going to say, is it like Dead Space style where it's like, no, all right, no, you can no, no, use no. this ability to take out their legs and like, no, no? it's not quite. I, yeah, it's, it, it, I think the, the biggest problem that I have with the game is the way, and I don't know how it got this way, either it was sold this way or perceived to have been sold this way, but I think a lot of people, Dukes, had the idea that, oh, this is like Dead Spacey, that's cool. It's more like Dishonored meets Deus Ex. Yes. Like it's, it, it's oh, not okay. frightening. It's more so it's not scary at all. No, 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 no. Really. It's, there's like crazy crafting and there's magical like magic abilities. Um, I mean, that's it's scary in the same way that Bioshock was. It's unsettling, right? Yes. In places, mm-hmm. the, the the world aesthetic, feels it, off. It feels very off. Like it, it's an old gotcha. history setup, and you know it already doesn't make. You start off in the game, and it seems like a completely generic near future sci-fi fairly rapidly you realize that is not the case and the aesthetic is obviously inspired by bioshock the gameplay itself and the theming inspired by system shock the systems inspired by deus ex and a bit of bioshock i would say with a little dishonored thrown in there for good measure and and the the design the character designs are 1000 percent dishonored like same uh, like same studio all that stuff it looks like you're dishonored in space like visually that's what it looks like. It has that weird design where everyone's hands are a little bit too big and their faces are a little too mashed together. Yes. Like everyone Stylized. has that design that the Dishonored world has. So yeah, it, it it's cool. There's, I have not had any major issues with the game. I think that uh, it, it plays pretty well and uh, everything Runs about it has been well. super fun. Runs 
like a dream. It's mm -hmm. nice, you know, that instead of using the Void Engine, which had issues with Dishonored 2, they used CryEngine 4, which runs fine. It scales very well. The PC issues are minor. You know, they, they came out with a post that said, look, you can change field of view and config, but we had some issues in testing. We're patching it in a bit later. I changed the FOV a little bit, and I'm fine. I've It hasn't glitched out. They said it might in some pre-scripted places, but I haven't encountered anything like that yet. Um, also... Mouse control is very good in that game, I would say, as well. Like, the menus Absolutely. run very, very well. They use a Doom 3 style of interface with screens where the uh, if you go to a computer, you d you kind of immediately access it from within the game world. You don't go into a separate menu for that, which is cool. Um, so that's I, uh, a little bit immersive. One of the things I think, and this is, again, I feel like something was off either about their marketing or about the way they, like... What because... marketing? That's the problem. What fucking marketing? <laughs> so, so if you go back, like, at PAX, this last PAX, the videos they were showing was, like, some dude rolling objects with a gun around the map or a, like, really loud trailer that didn't really show much. The video I was... Uh, Prey reached out to me, and they were like, hey, we, we want to give you this video. It's, like, super... Uh, early footage but like no one else is gonna have this if you want to like upload or whatever it's like sure i'll do i'll do a thing with it and everyone hated the video because like this game looks boring doesn't look like there's anything into it and it hit me that a lot of what they showed is like either they didn't want to spoil things or like it, it the run-up to this game's launch is it blows my mind the way they tried to promote this game because it's not like what anyone was expecting and that's a good no, thing because everyone it expected is a good to thing. be shit right yeah, or they just expected, hey, it's going to be a run-of-the-mill sort of shooter with a horror sci-fi setting, which it fucking yeah. isn't. And the problem with the demo, of course, is the first hour, which is slow. Like, right. it's just, you know... The first it, couple hours is slow. Yes. I mean, truly. Yeah, totally. But honestly, it's slow in the way that the original Deus Ex was. Like, you, can, you have a big world initially to explore with a lot of locked doors, a big hub... I spent the first hour or two just exploring that area, seeing which where I could get into, seeing where I couldn't, picking up fucking everything, grabbing every upgrade I could, reading logs, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, looting every corpse, doing the same sort of thing that I did in Deus Ex. And uh, if you're a, if you're very much a kleptomaniac in Bioshock, you'll be a kleptomaniac in this. <laughs> every corner, uh -oh. you just pick up everything. Plants, right. yes. Use cigars, banana peels, yes. I can recycle this. Everything, just give it to me. Just. Do uh, you have an inventory like limit? Uh, yeah, but it's pretty generous. Uh, they okay. use inventory Tetris, and there's like a recycler pretty much everywhere, where, which just like transfer all junk, and then it changes it into synthetic material, mineral material, biological so material. Yes. So oh yeah, and the things we can craft are pretty awesome. Like, there's a lot of cool recipes and things that like you can craft in this game that uh, are a little unexpected. You're like, oh, I see there's some strategy to this shit. Like right. uh, the minute you can get turrets and things like that, that like sets up game changing things. We're like, welcome to hell, bitch. You can like, <laughs> there's a, because, and TV's right, because the bigger enemies actually are a threat and mm. it isn't just like shoot them three times with a shotgun and they're dead. Like you actually have to try and like strategize how to kill them. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of it is like elemental related, or you know, the first gun you get doesn't do damage. It's a glue gun. It can be used to make platforms, block doors, or to freeze enemies. Although it can be tricky to hit, especially the little bastards with it. You know, yeah. so that that's a problem. But it's almost, I mean, especially early on when you only really have a wrench and maybe a shotgun. 
with a few shells, it's very important to freeze the bigger enemies and then hit them, glue them up, right. you know, or sneak up and surprise them for extra damage. Very RPG-like in that respect. Like, the, you know, it, it does give me Deus Ex vibes. A lot of people will say, well, it's obviously inspired by System Shock. Yeah, that's obvious. But it feels more like the original Deus Ex than System Shock. System Shock is a very RPG-like game. Yeah, sure, it was from a first-person perspective, but it did not feel like a first-person shooter. The guns didn't feel that way. Deus Ex advanced that a bit, but was still treading the line between the two. This game feels, a, it leans a bit more to the first-person side, but think about the original Bioshock and the original Bioshock's gunplay and how it was a bit clunky and yeah. not gr not great. And it feels like that on purpose. Uh, definitely everyone... on purpose. To everyone out there, I'm going to give you the one thing that is similar to Dead Space about this game. Save that glue gun. That thing is your saving grace. Just like in bio, uh, uh, Dead Space, where the first weapon you had in the first one was literally, by the end of the game, the best thing you could use. Mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all, that glue gun will save your butt. So, like... Does it... Can you upgrade those weapons? Yes, like, yes, can you yeah. upgrade your glue gun? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah, upgrade pretty much anything by looks of it, with the exception of the wrench, when I can tell. I don't know if there's a better melee weapon later. But it's good for mashing those mimics, though. <laughs> it is. Of, like, yeah, bop, good bop. way to do it. But there's some interesting sim-like elements to it. You know, the drinking alcohol will make you drunk, haze you up, has a stats effect. Fear has an effect. Uh, drinking a lot makes you hydrated, gives you a little buff and stuff. You know, eating food is a good way to get health back rather than just using med kits. Speaking just stuff yourself. Have, they, they Fucking 12 eels. apples. They have dishonored jelly eels in this game. Yeah. It is the perfect game for me. That's all <laughs> I eat dishonored. Like, oh, God, jelly eels. Yeah. It, it, it has those Deus Ex-like elements to it, and I appreciate that they did that because the, pre the latest Deus Ex games didn't. They stripped all that little stuff out, you know? It, all those interesting little ideas were kind of gone. They're back here. And it's interesting to see a AAA game do that because most of these AAA games will strip all of these interesting elements out. It feels like the kind of thing that was happening in late 90s, early 2000s when they were playing around with genres, but they're doing it in a modern game. And that feels pretty fucking great. It was very unexpected. And I think they launched it very tepidly because they had no fucking faith in it. They like, well, we don't know how it's going to be received. And that's Bethesda again, handy, yeah. kneecapping a fucking release, just like they did with Doom. It's like, well, we don't know how the campaign's going to be received, so we know we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to give it to anybody early because what if they don't like it? It's like, you idiots! If you'd given it to people early, the hype would have been immense, and yeah. probably the same with this as well, because people wouldn't have been forced to rush impressions out. And you would have had, you know, a week before this, people who would have played the whole game, understood what it was trying to be, and could have effectively communicated that to potential customers. Which, as it turns out, they couldn't do because of that fucking review policy again. So well fucking done, Bethesda, for just generally being cowards How when it comes it to their IP. Like, what was the game that fuck them over that made do, them do this? Because I don't know. I, I mean, you know, they, the official... Start? I mean, I know when the official policy started, but it was happening before that. It officially started with Doom, but it was happening before that unofficially. Um, what it was, probably Fallout 4, I think. Mm. 
which is fucking bizarre that they would even consider holding that back from people. Yeah, I can't figure out, like, this new policy is terrible. Like, Oh, it's universally bad. It doesn't benefit anybody. We're your greatest champions of anything. Like, it blows my mind. Like, this game, Prey could have used so much of that good publicity because it's a good game. And And it's different. Everything we saw looked like it was not going to be good. No, the, the, the videos, the early videos do not communicate what it is well at all. But if yeah. you give it to somebody that spends the time with it, they will be able to communicate that because there's a lot to it. And I'd love, I'd have loved that, you know, as it stands, I've only played two hours because that's the only time I've had. If I had that a week ago, I would have already, you know, unless this game gets much, much worse later, this is already on my top 10 game list of the year of being just, this is interesting and it doesn't hold you by the hand and it's not stupid and it's weird and it's got ideas. Yeah, that all sounds good to me. Yeah, it's got ideas in it that most AAA companies just don't do in 2017. Somebody was saying that um, you can also, like if you don't want, maybe you already mentioned this, sorry, but if you don't want um, the quests to like, sort of handhold you and tell you exactly where to go, you can just turn them off and yeah. you can literally make it so that you just the UI walk is very around and figure it out. Like you get to decide how much health you want or whether or not you want to just like- Yeah, and I love the fact the that there's a mini map and a marker on it, but you can turn that off totally. You can just have no markers and just have the map that you have to press M to get to if you like. Um, it's It's really kind of up to you. And the nice thing is the game seems to be designed to be able to deal with that because there's a lot of games where you can turn that shit off and the game is clearly not built around having it turned off you try right. doing that shit in far cry you're fucked <laughs> you are because think about how like maybe a zelda game or how an older elder scrolls game does it with questing where they're very descriptive in the quest text about where something is it's like you know go here take a right here if you hit the river you've gone too far Whereas, you know, a game like Far Cry, at least out of, you know, past maybe Far Cry 2, never did that because it's like everyone's going to play it with the minimap and the markers and the breadcrumbs and the GPS on. So we're not going to describe where this thing is. So if you turn that shit off, you're in serious trouble. You won't be able to find it. Uh, Prey seems to be designed that you could play it without quest markers if you wanted to. I wouldn't personally, (laughs) but that's not, you know, that doesn't matter. It's nice that you have that option. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very, it's a very interesting game in a year where we've had a lot of very good games that I feel haven't really innovated all that much. Very well-polished right. games that were just like, well, but it's still another open world game. But, you know, every now and again, you know, we'll see something like Breath of the Wild that has innovated in some way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's cool to see a game that's, it's a, this is a potential sleeper hit for this year. Just, it's snuck in under everybody's radars not really delivering a great first impression, not really marked it all out well, kind of hidden away under the stairs as the redheaded stepchild of Bethesda Softworks. Like, it's like, it's a new game by Arcane. This should be a big fucking deal. But I mean, like, that's also how Horizon was. Like, a lot of people were like, Horizon's just going to be another fucking whatever game. And then I feel it like that. Up- I mean, I, th- I think impression wise, you're right, but I feel like they had a bit more faith in the marketing. They put real money behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, you're totally right. I think they were just like, yo, 
Our lead girl's cute though. So just I mean, make helps. sure everybody knows that and that there's robots sure. and then we're good. Yeah. Robot <laughs> dinosaurs, big, beautiful open world and interesting protagonist. You know, it kind of sells itself. Can we go uh, back for a minute? I don't think Horizon was a risk. <laughs> I, I think the way people think Horizon was a risk is, is bonkers, but you know, whatever. TB, when you said, uh, this is genuinely funny. When you said uh, that Prey was their redhead stepchild under the stairs, at Bethesda's E3 event last year, Prey, the area for Prey was literally under stairs. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a little like VIP sure. area and it was yeah. under the stairs. It was this little tiny thing where all, all that you knew that was Prey was like the inside of, of it's supposed to be the inside of that world. Yeah. And they were, like, they had like dipping dots and shit in there, but it was like, what? no one knew what it was for. People were like, what, what is this? It was so funny. It was under the stairs. You're absolutely right. Oh, come on. Perfect, a perfect description. <laughs> I love that these games come out as a result of being published by Bethesda and Xenomax. I hate the way that they're just so uncomfortable. It's like, put your fucking money and your balls behind this product. I'd feel terrible as a dev if... I was like, my publisher is scared of my game. My publisher yeah, doesn't have doesn't faith, have in, faith my game. in what I'm putting my heart and soul into. Absolutely. Fucking stings, man. That's got to suck. And, you know, they've. It's been hit after hit from Bethesda over the last couple of years. Arcane is what it. I mean, Arcane's killing it. Shit launched for Dishonored 2, but game's great. Praise great. great. Doom's great. Even their fucking Elder Scrolls card game turned out way better than expected. And I'm told that the new expansion for uh, Elder Scrolls Online is pretty good from what I've heard. Like, they're killing it. Come on. Grow Man. Some, grow, grow some fucking ovaries. Just do it. Push your products. That's what you're for. You're a publisher. Fucking do Yeah. Do it. Grow some ovaries. God, right. guys. No, balls ovaries. That's fine. Either way. It's Either good. way. Grow some ballseries. Whichever yeah. one you're missing that keeps grow you from seeing value Get in these both. games, grow, grow them. <laughs> Get both. <laughs> oh, it's flexibility. Modular. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It's, yeah, I, I'm very interested in playing more. I know my wife really liked it. She ran into every bug she could have. Uh, she spent, and she still liked it. She spent a good hour telling me about how their zero-G system sucked and how the way that they designed the zero-G system and the the spacing between doors and corridors made the zero-G system break and she could fall through the world that way. And she's like, no, they should have made this corridor good five feet longer at least and this shit wouldn't have happened. I was like, you're right. Uh, there's, there's a couple I, I, mean, of, I mean, yes. There's, there's a few <laughs> other little stupid things like the fact that you can't use a med kit on a hot key. You've got to hit the weapon wheel and then hit a hot key. You can't bind the med key to your... You've got a 10-unit hot bar, and you can't put med kits on it or food. They have a separate button that is only active while the weapon wheel's open. It's fucking stupid. And also, I'm hitting that weapon wheel repeatedly because... I play PC games and I, on a first-person shooter, I expect my mouse roll up or down to scroll the next weapon. It doesn't. It pauses the game and brings the weapon wheel up. Stop it! No! So silly. So very silly. There's just the occasional little thing that's like, that's weird. Why? But everything else is like, this is weird. Cool. It's weird in, you know, good way. It, it takes yeah. some risks. It's a bit of a throwback in terms of some of its design. 
Like I said, this game is more Deus Ex than Mankind Divided was. No doubt. And I, I actually like the slow pace and the methodical nature of it. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Really happy so far with it. So, and it is a good port. I don't, outside of those minor little problems, I think it's really well designed for a mouse and keyboard. Like using the menus with the mouse and keyboard is great. Using the screens when you activate a computer that's in the world. Again, you don't have to use a menu for it. It's like the, like Do uh, Doom 3, which was innovative at the time, is great. I do wish you could click to like move menus instead of having to press F, but sure, like it's a minor problem. It's pretty cool and interesting. It's It's... The lore, like from my perspective, the lore and like the background of the game is so interesting. Oh, I love alt, the, the alt, alt, alt like future. history stuff is so yeah. good. Alt future. I, I I also love art deco future where it's like yeah. this is twenty fifty, but we couldn't get out of the nineteen fifties. You know, Fallout. Right. Fallout was that through and through. This is that too, but in a different way. And that this itself. giant space station that kind of looks Metropolis ee -E, like yeah. like that weird. Art stuff. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Everything about it looks so good. Yeah, you've got to get back to, you know, you've got to make Bioshock comparisons in that regard. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. You know, very art deco. It's like modern technology through the lens of 1950s, you know, blazing era, uh, fu near future sci fi stuff. Whatever you know? the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like cool, cool, cool. Great, great, great. Yes. Mm. Speaking of old history, what a year uh, so uh, far, man. What Wolfenstein. a year. Can we get another one of those, please? I've heard, uh, what is the fuck is it? Uh, I can't remember the name of the thing. The thing they leaked a while ago in when they did their Bethesda teaser and they listed a bunch of things, which included a expand expansion for Wolfenstein. God, I want that so badly. It's 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 like I new, ah, fuck, I don't know what it is. Uh, but I heard it's trademarked and it's like, yep, more of that, great, please, yes. Mm. Wolfenstein's great. Yeah, what a year so far. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah man. Let's mm -hmm. get better. There's only cool, cooler things coming on the way. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something Colossus. Maybe New Colossus or, yeah. Oh, God. Bethesda, stop with your bullshit review policy. What is wrong with you? Let us love your games, Bethesda. Yeah. And let us spend Bethesda. enough time with them to be able to <laughs> understand let us what they love are. You. We want to love you. We really, we really do, especially when you publish the things like this. God, yeah, man, so cool, so very cool. I'll tell you something else was cool that I did not expect to like. Oh, what yes. is that, CB? I've been playing Space Plan. Space Plan. All right, so Devolver being weirdos. <laughs> yes, sure. go on. Yeah, uh, it's That's like. True. Hey, amongst the many things we're going to publish, let's publish an idle, you know, clicker game for iOS and PC called Space Plan. That they they the trailer for it is forty minutes long. Thanks. Jesus. Yeah, that's Devolver for you. I mean, it's literally <laughs> just like do you know, the forty minutes of the game running basically. Um, it's a it's a clicker. It's an idle game, but it's a funny one that's surprisingly compelling, and it has an amazing soundtrack. Okay. Fucking great. You open up and it's a red dot. It's just a fucking red dot with a little white dot orbiting it. And a little screen opens up and it's like, hey, wake up, hi. It's like, we don't know where we are. We're orbiting an unknown planet. Um, We could use energy. Can you click this thing to give us some energy? Oh, maybe we could build a solar panel now, etc. And then 
the game just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. It's a narratively driven clicker with a finite ending. Huh. Unlike a lot huh. of these clickers and idle games that just go on forever, no. They go on forever, yeah. That surprises me. Well-defined narrative, well-paced, and it's got an ending. It's all about a complete misunderstanding of a Stephen Hawking book. Like... It's, a brief history of time. Yeah, it's it's based on a complete misunderstanding of a brief history of time, like uh, involving potatoes for some reason. Uh, you know, very very British, no doubt about that. Like, if you're not so much of a fan of like Hitchhiker's Guide crossed with Purple Monkey oh. Dishwasher Invader Zim kind of random sure. humor, you may not get on with it. But I generally detest idle games and clickers. Because obviously, you know, they're, they're deliberately designed as time wasters. They don't really require any skill. This one is really interesting. It's just getting fucking weirder the further I get into it. I have no idea what is happening. It's so crazy and bizarre. It's $3 on iOS and Steam. It's a hard sell. Like, asking somebody to pay money for a clicker game with an ending, that's going to be a bit of a push for a lot of people. But, and I was not convinced. I saw a lot of coverage on Touch Arcade for this and thought, no, I'm sorry, Touch Arcade. I don't care what you say. It's a clicker. I don't care about these games. And I have started caring about this game very much. And I want to know what's <laughs> happening. It, it's very unique. How dare that, they? How I dare they trick is, you like this? The most interactive music video I've ever played. That's one of the reviews. That's pretty That's fair. great. Their reveal trailer is 40 minutes long and people are like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's... I was like, yeah, it, I can understand why you would not be into this because it doesn't really explain much. It deliberately doesn't explain much. But yeah, it's, it is a narrative clicker. You go, you can go back and you'll have more power and then build more shit. Then things will happen. But you progress through a story. No real skill involved, but it's a very interesting story. And the soundtrack is so cool. So very cool. So that's what I'm current. I don't know if I could say I'm playing it. I guess I am. The game requires my inputs to continue, so I guess I'm playing it. Okay. Um, you are involved in its progression. Yep. I'm being told a really fucking weird story about potatoes in space and possibly causality, relativity, and time travel interpreted through the lens of sure. someone who has no fucking idea about those things. Do you know what? how far along you are? Like, do you know how no. long a playthrough... <laughs> No, I don't. Of this game takes. I don't. Dukes, are you having the exact same thought I am? Like, what a fun, weird, like, stream that would be. Yeah. Just be like, I wonder how long this will take. Let's just click for a while. Read Terrib chat. Chill. It would be a terrible stream. It would be awful. And there's definitely times where you're like, I'm not going to... You can click for energy, but you're like, I'm not going to do that. Obviously, you can upgrade that quite a bit to make it worthwhile. But there's a point where it, you'll hit gates where it's like, you need eight billion watts of power to do the next thing like i'm gonna leave it for a little bit i think i'm just gonna leave it um yeah. you have to come back like in about 90 minutes like it will stop earning you energy after that so you do have to come back um but yeah it's really compelling for a fucking idle game uh, you know i guess you could play you just sit there and keep playing it and hammer that button but i'm not I started playing it a day and a half ago, and I'm coming back every couple of hours to see what happens. And I genuinely want to know what happens next, because this is weird and makes no fucking sense. 
It's a fuck ton better way to deliver a narrative than a walking sim. I'll tell you that. Much better. <laughs> you know, I'd rather come back and be delivered the next part of the story after building a couple of new things and be shown some cool, weird-ass interpretive visuals than hold W forever. Right. If it forced you to click more, I'd probably hate it, but it doesn't. Like, a couple of times you have to click. Huh. That's about it. Everything so else you can earn through idle. I know. This is, yeah, it's super it's, weird. Yeah. And like I said, hard sell. Three bucks. I mean, that's not a lot of money, but it's a fucking clicker. A lot of those are free. But also right. bear in mind, a lot of those are exploitative as fuck and designed to gate you and annoy you and to be played forever. I like the fact this has got a start and an end. And a clear goal and a reason I like to be doing that there's what I'm an doing. end. Honestly, that's the most compelling part of this whole pitch for me is like, it ends. It's got an end. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that is, that's actually cool. Instead of just sitting there watching numbers go up, because that's only fun for so long. Right. So hopefully, it, 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 so far, it's not out to date. It's welcome. But good on them for publishing something fucking bizarre. Now, another thing I published today, of course, is Strafe, which I haven't had a chance to play yet. But holy fuck the strafe movie the four minute live action strafe movie they just released uh -huh. is really cool holy shit it. it's it oh you gotta watch it during the break it is amazing it's very oh god what was the name of that 30 minute kung fury yeah very mm -hmm. kung fury oh okay yeah yeah it, that was amazing to watch i've heard mixed things about the game being that it's buggy and that it's unfair in places because it is kind of a roguelite shooter and there may be balance problems but the pro the promo for that my god the marketing for that has been second to none delectable oh 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 my what else have you been playing what Goodness. you got um, I've been, honestly, I've mostly just been going ham on Darkest Dungeon. Again? Um, yeah. And you're yeah. doing that before Crimson Court. I, uh, I have a no-death game with Damn. seven level sixes. Ooh. I'm, um, it's Radiant Mode, which, like, speeds everything up by yes. letting you, like, take higher level people into lower level dungeons and stuff like that. So it just, like, allows the progression to go a lot faster. It's pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's been really fun right now. Honestly, I'm just kind of like grinding to get heirlooms because I have a lot of level sixes, but they don't have maxed out gear or anything gear like that. Right. Yes. So I'm not about to take them into the dungeon when they don't have their abilities maxed out and they don't Why have their do gear that? maxed out. Like there would be no point. Yeah. You'll get killed. So, yeah. So, um, I've just been like going ham on that game it's been super super fun yeah it's always i don't know like because i'm able to go for so long without people dying when i play that game when somebody finally does die it's like devastating <laughs> uh -huh. yeah totally is. and it's yeah and it's funny because sam and i play the game in complete opposite ways like i do my utmost to not let anybody die um, and to play super strategically. And he's the one who will sometimes put together an entire team that's just fodder. And just be like, well, as long as one of you can come back with the gold, I don't fucking care. You can all die for what I'm like. And I'm just like, no, that's, that's not, legit. no. So. 
Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's been really, really fun getting back into that game because uh, their DLC is coming out soon. I yep. think Steam their pissed me DLC. off. Yeah, Crimson Court. Steam pissed me off by putting it in the new release section and then saying, "Coming." I when know. It's I was like, oh, "Fuck you." Yeah. Uh, the promo it, image looks super cool, though. It's like, I would be right back into that. I picked it up on the Vita, but I was a bit disappointed to see the updates are quite behind. I kind oh. of expected that. Uh, the Vita version, you know, portable, it's great. Uh, but of mm. course, it doesn't have the Radiant Mode patch, which was a significant patch. They yeah. announced in February they'd be bringing the Vita and other console versions up to snuff soon but it's they haven't done it yet um hasn't happened yeah that sucks that that's, that's unfortunate it it keeps bringing me back to the idea that again a portable pc something would be great um i've still got this fucker sitting right here <laughs> i was which, about to say you always every once in a while bring that out i mean it's how i do my curls there like i is. say this thing weighs a ton <laughs> the, the problem is both the batteries are fucked on it they're both dead um i'm still talking to razor about it they have uh, my charger is loose. It doesn't connect properly. They have no stock. All the stock of everything related to this is gone. They made one printing of it. They sold out very quickly and never made another version of this again, uh, which is understandable because it's a very niche, very expensive high end product that would be very would be tricky to update. It had a lot of its own issues. Uh, but I was thinking, yeah, this I'd love to use this to do remote play and to play. A lot of these indie games, especially now that Steam has this amazing controller support and big picture, so I could use the inbuilt controller in the case to do a lot with this. But yeah, both the batteries won't charge on it. It'll boot if I'm plugged in. It dies immediately when I unplug it. And I don't know what's wrong with it. I've tried Do you know if anyone else was, is this like a product issue or does, does anyone else have that issue? Do you know? Not that I've seen. I mean, the problem is it was such a limited printing i guess you know manufacture run of this thing that there's just right. not a big sample size of people to ask um it, and there's no you know maybe i could get some batteries off ebay but there were very specific batteries the charger's proprietary you know the razor product used it um it's it is very difficult to to do anything with it and razor support is not really helping right now i'm trying you know they're trying but they have suggestions that are tailored to the razor laptop it's like, hey, do this thing, install this. It's like, I know this instruction comes to the razor blade because you probably pasted it and it says razor blade. This is not the razor blade. Like, um, So, you know, they're saying, oh, it might be a Windows driver issue. He's like, really? You think it's a battery driver issue when it happens during boot? When yeah. drivers don't even load? I don't think that's true. Um, it's a shame because there is no equivalent to that device. I've looked. There's uh, the GPD Win, which is a Chinese... Hyperportable is about the closest you can get. Runs on a pretty high-end Atom processor, but it's got no discrete graphics and it's got some of its own problems. And it's not that big. Like, it's a 5-inch screen. That's a 10-inch fucking screen right there. You know, it's a very big, but still portable, heavy, but portable device with inbuilt controls. So it's like, mm, I, I just I want a more portable PC device that I can hold and use to play a lot of these indie games because they're not very demanding. What would, that, what would that be though? Like I'm trying to think of like, I mean, it would, be, it would be a Switch basically, for all intents and purposes, it would be a PC Switch. Um, you know, people say I hey, use a Surface Pro controller. It's like yeah, but the whole point of it is it's a whole in one unit that you can hold. That's why the Switch is good. Like you can hold it. It's got a controller in the hands of the screen in the middle. No, no other tablet 
kind of controller combo does that. I do, like, yeah. the Switch, I've said this before, but the Switch is hard to hold for me. Like, if it was set up more like, more like your curler, right? If it was set up more <laughs> like that, where I could literally just, weight. like, grip. <laughs> yeah, where I could, like, grip the controls and be able to do this, that would help me out a lot. Because as they it feel... is, I have to kind of, like, do this. The and, spacing like, on this right. is lovely. Like, for, for me in particular... You know, you probably got to rest your elbows because this weighs a lot, but, you know, controls right there, full-on set of controls, clicky buttons. They use, you know, it's a Razer controller split in two, and it's well-spaced right. out, and it's great. It's fucking great. But like you said, the Switch, little micro buttons for tiny mini hands. That I have tiny mini hands, and I still have it. <laughs> still not spaced properly, you know? that it's, yeah. Spacing is maybe more important than button size. And of course, under something that small, you can never really get that spacing. What would be nice is if um, a third party developed a way to have the Joy-Cons on an extender. Like, you could put like a rack that would extend it out an inch, and yeah, your Switch would look goofy as fuck, but it would be out like this instead of here, and that would probably work a bit better. Um, but maybe it's also a, a height issue too, that you're going to get cramping regardless of what space between the two. Well, I think it's honestly, yeah, that it's the fact that it's shaped like this, right? Like, because uh -huh. when I think about, it made me start thinking, okay, which handheld systems feel really comfortable to me? The Vita feels incredibly yes, Vita, comfortable Vita's to me, great. but it's because it's curved. Yeah. So I can like curve my hand around it and be able to play it like this, right? It's a very With ergonomic switch, system. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. just awkward. It's the, awkward to hold the switch for me. I mean, the Vita was designed around a human. Like even with the, even with the, <laughs> with the bits in the, the back, the switch he, was designed around robots. It really was and like Donkey it, Kongs, you know. And Donkey Kong. The Kongs. way that you hold the the Vita is very logical and ergonomic. You know, your fingers they end up in here and they've got grooves to go there. Everything feels like it's the way it's supposed to be. The only like complaint I have about the switch, uh, the uh, Vita, really, is maybe the sticks could be a little higher, and you can buy a third party mod for that very easily. Mm -hmm. you, it'll extend the sticks like. E Fucking every controller has that now because a lot of people like the sticks don't go out far enough. I want them to be higher. Great, you can do that. Easy. Yeah. Um, but spacing when it's locked onto a screen obviously is a that's an issue. Um, and I've looked at this GPD win thing and I'm like, I don't know. These controls are kind of up here. They might suck. The yeah. the shield is a good solution to that because the shield is just basically what a lot of people do with their phones, where you buy a controller with a bracket. And you just put your phone on there as the screen. The shield is that in an integrated unit. Right. It's like, I, but I want to, it's an Android device. Yeah, you can stream some PC games, but I'd love just PC running native because they're so, the library on Steam for low overhead indie games is massive. There's thousands of games to play on Steam that would be mm -hmm. ideal on a portable. And you're stuck you don't away. have to be online to play at no, all. Nope. And you, they come out every day. There's great indie games come out every day that would be ideal for portable. And I'm like, I hope this comes out on iOS at some point, I guess. Yeah. Or Android, like that'll ever fucking happen. It's like, when was the last worthwhile premium Android game that came out? I feel like if you are a company who's making a lot of retro platformers or, or Metroidvania games, things like that, this is this is something you should be... 100% behind because there's so many that end up on steam and many of them are overlooked and if you had a yes. portable thing like this then you could easily be like 
there's a justification for why you want that. Like your kids will eat this shit up. Like that kind of stuff. It's perfect for portable. If you look at the Steam forums when a lot of these games come out, there are two very common threads. One, can we get a Vita port? Two, can we get a Switch port? Mm -hmm. Because those are the two most capable handhelds for that kind of thing. You know, if the Vita was more popular in the West, I imagine most indies would be ported to it. Some still are, and they do well because the existing Vita audience might be small, but they're very dedicated. And if, especially if they're into the current games that the Vita generally supports, visual novels, J-Dungeon Crawlers, and every now and again, along will come a really good version of an indie game on it. It's like, yeah. yeah. There's, mm-hmm. you know, Binding of Isaac on that machine is great. Darkest Dungeon on that machine is great. Spelunky uh, is great. On yeah. Vita. Uh, Guacamele, very good. Um, obviously, there's things like Severed and all sorts of things like that. But of course, if it doesn't have the install base, they're not going to do it. Right? Like uh, yeah. Flint Hook just came out. It's on Steam, Xbox One, PS4. Put it on uh, more mobile things. Put that it on Switch. It'll like go to crazy. Switch, probably. Switch. I think Switch will be the venue for this eventually once they've sorted out the stock problems in the US. Mm. I've heard that people have been commenting whenever we bring that up. It's like, there's no stock problems in Europe. It's like, that's interesting. Um, but the US, I check daily. We have stock problems, yeah. I have a list of six or seven sites that I check on a daily basis. It's actually got to the point, and here's a here's a life hack for you. Here's uh-huh. a, a genuine life hack. Sure. If you if you want to know when Vita are in stock, go to these sites on a daily basis to the point where your Google ads start to turn into nothing but ads for Vitas on those sites with the price. Right now, if I go to most websites, it's all Amazon ads for the Switch with the price. And every time I go, I see it on that site. Oh, it's still 400 bucks from a scammer. Once it hits 300, I'll know that they've restocked. Yeah? There you it's, go. It's, I, I, the stocking issues are mind-boggling to me. It's like, you know, I think I check on a fairly daily Amazon, Best Buy, Target, Toys R Us, GameStop, Walmart, and uh, Newegg. Every That's day. That's a lot of checking. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, you know, I've got them all, they're all tabbed. You just refresh the pages. Um, just, but, wait, just wait until yeah, Fire I know. Emblem comes out, and then you can go get it. Oh, please. Like, then they'll be out of stock again, because they brought a new game out for it. <laughs> same fucking mario Kart. Game and, yeah yeah it's like oh it's gonna be doing so well I, i'm not even interested in any of those games i want the i want this system for indie games because a lot of yeah. them are coming out and flying under the radar they're just they're porting a lot of indies straight to the system now i was like good this is i was saying six months ago that's all i wanted that system for that it would be an ideal little indie box hmm. especially for couch court and couch competitive that's all i wanted it for and there's already reason i mean i'd buy the thing just to play has been heroes on and there's other games that are already coming out that are indies. You know, I don't care about fucking Mario Kart and all that shit. I want right. has been heroes and indie games and stuff to play on that system. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So much for that. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it. Not in the US. <coughs> uh, should we go to a break and then we'll come back, talk a little bit more about games we've been playing and wrap up the what little news there is and such? Yeah. Sound good? Yes. Our current sponsor yeah. for today's show is squarespace.com slash co-optional. Head on over there for your free trial and 10% off your first order. Go make your own website. Make your next move with Squarespace. Anybody can do it. Even these idiots. It's true. This is a painting. They can do it. Why can't yeah. you? 
you can achieve what they can also achieve with Squarespace. <laughs> Indeed. Wow. We'll be right back up the bank. Don't go anywhere. Nope. In today's gaming world, sometimes it can be hard to find the right kind of talent. Even with the largest AAA projects, there are some questionable aspects to them. But of course, you could change all of that. Perhaps you are the world's next great game animator and you're looking to show off your work. Well, I'll tell you how not to do that, a terrible website. Perhaps the most important part of a portfolio is how well it's presented. After all, you wouldn't serve the world's greatest meal on a paper plate, so why show your portfolio on an awful website? Oh, but you don't have time to create a great website because you're too busy creating incredible animation work. Well, that is not a problem because you can create your next beautiful website in just minutes with Squarespace. Head on over to squarespace.com cooptional for your free trial and 10% off your first purchase. Create a beautiful looking website from one of many professionally designed templates and let your work speak for itself. Is your face tired of constantly updating and patching your site? Well, your face can now rest easy and your eyes no longer possessed by eldritch demons of the Far Realms because Squarespace does all of that for you without you having to lift a finger. Perhaps you're an aspiring voice actor looking to make the next great game or anime moe blob hellscape better. You can easily host your demo reel using Squarespace's pre-built audio and SoundCloud blocks. You can even host your six-hour podcast about figurines and obscure fansubs using the podcasting tab. I know you have one. I've seen it inside you. All of this and much, much more available and ready to go at squarespace.com cooptional Practically no setup and knowledge required, but just in case you get stuck, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 support can sort everything out for you. They'll even do it without treating you like a giant idiot. Squarespace is flexible enough to create a website for any purpose. Don't think for a second that you have to have any kind of talent to justify using Squarespace. As a professional internet video game person, I can attest with certainty that no talent is required whatsoever. Trust me, I would know. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com cooptional and get 10% off your first purchase. And why not grab your domain name while you're at it with instant setup and no hidden fees. Make your next move with Squarespace because my face is tired of looking at your terrible website. Have we run that into the ground yet? Yes, yes, I've been told we've done so. Excellent. I'm glad we're on the same professional looking, beautifully designed page. What do you mean I'm laying it on too thick? transparent, over-the-top, hastily written shilling, I'll have you know that I'm a professional video game internet person. God damn it, mother! University was a life experience. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Well, that is Hi. why you queue up more than one song. It's like, I thought, all right, we'll just have a three-minute break. I'll be down the downstairs quickly, get a drink, come back, and we'll go. It's like, no, it took slightly longer than that. It decides to randomly queue up calming music for pets, ambient rain for 47 <laughs> minutes. Right. I'm sure the people who have pets in the same room while they're watching this so are very appreciative of so you thinking calm. of them. There was a time where, it, and I think this is like maybe overthinking the problem or maybe it's just great use of kitschy technology that I set up that playlist bound it to my Amazon Echo downstairs, automatically triggered it before I went to bed to try and keep the dogs calm overnight. Sure. And that's a, you know, Alexa play calming music for pets playlist. And it would randomly shuffle it. The problem is there was one track on there that made what is them it like? I wasn't listening. What is, what is calming pet music like? Does it sound like people music? 
but just like um to some extent not all of it <laughs> so it, okay there are various approaches and i'm fairly sure there's no science behind any of them but great some okay, i bought several of these albums to add to this place a lot of it's just on amazon prime because of course it is but some of it is just ambient sounds some of it is music but with specific frequencies like they'll use the kind of ambient frequency of heartbeats a lot because okay. it apparently calms pets down to be able to hear heartbeats you know they associate that with their mother and you know being a puppy and it makes them feel safer okay some of it is just ambient spa music basically that's what i'm uh, listening to right now it's just like spa music yeah it's just spa music and it's like how is this for pets it's just like it is <laughs> spa just music is yeah pets. Um, none of it's unpleasant. The main problem is w there was one track in the playlist that I eventually tracked down that would cause the dogs to bark that was a very loud heartbeat. So at about uh, two in the morning, it would be like, arr, 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 like, oh God, what have I done? It took a while to get that off. So yo, just be aware, this... if you try and use this, that sometimes it doesn't work quite as intended. Musica yes, Peragatos. <sighs> 1.8 million views. <gasps> Music I gotta play some of that One musica point. para gatos for my cats, yeah. for my gatos, if you will. Oh my god, they have multi multi language music for cats. What? Because cats, uh, it makes perfect sense. Because cats from around the world speak different languages. Duh, mm. y'all. Duh. I'm not. 100 if I were, if I were going to actively try to uh, <clears throat> make that make sense, I would say maybe they're used to the the speaking patterns of the people in their lives and sure. that would calm them down oh yeah if i'm gonna get a than... cat my cat's gonna love spanish guitar is all i'm saying <laughs> he's gonna love like ming, ming. he's gonna and he's also he'll also be antonio banderas is what i was I'll gonna say you. and he's gonna be in shrek the movie <laughs> and various spinoffs yes he's getting his own movie he'll be amazing and he'll be in boots ming, ming. <laughs> what else have we been playing jesse what you got god you know what i'm gonna be real honest with you my entire world has been shaken to the core by the end of outlast 2 that game is wrong like it's twisted <laughs> weird and wrong and like not it's a scary game that by the end of the game you don't give a damn about the scares because it's frustration simulator by that point just like but the other Outlast. Yeah. A lot of people yeah, yeah. said that. But the things it is about are like unpleasant subjects. Like, like disgusting? Like you um, feel disgusted playing it? or Let's just say at the end of the game, there were four men who genuinely were like, fuck, wow. Like that's, like everyone felt gross. Like gross on the inside. And um, the last, I think the only other game that I have that, that uh, experience with was um, Stories Untold. Uh, you, did you play that, Dodger? Uh-uh. Uh, Untold, whatever. I think it's Stories Untold is the name it's of It's a series game. of the small games, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's those small games that originally was um, House Abandon was the first one. And that was like a really cool sort of free game that you can play on the internet. And okay. then they made three other games to go with it and then completed a whole story. And by the end okay. of the fourth game, when you realize what the story is, and if you go back and play the other games, you see little snippets in it, and you're like, oh, and it's really cool. But by the end of that one, even the end of that one was just like emotionally draining because once you realized what was going on, it still made you go through it 
and relive that moment. You were just like, no, no, this right. is terrible. And Outlast 2 does that and then dumps other worse layers onto it. Things that it doesn't necessarily say, but if you're opened, it, like, like if you know how cinematography works and like what people are trying to say, like in subtext, it's even darker and more wrong that like, it's not like, I, this is a triggering. I know this is a triggering game. Like this is a game that people, there are certain people that just will not be able to watch this game or play this game. And, and, right. and that's a game that from the get go is like already like ridiculously religious. And uh, then underneath that, overtly sexual and then underneath that like just uh, taboo as shit yeah. like there's so Common much in horror gross out combination that actually like and it has often resulted in movies that are just there for shock value mm -hmm. i i was it, just gonna say it sounds like this game is like shock value the game it yeah fe and, and, it, it feels and, to me and, like the original outlast is kind of was more like saw whereas outlast 2 is like antichrist absolutely that's a perfect example it's shock value for shock value do not watch and that movie oh, do not, no seriously okay. real talk dudes no don't even look it up like uh, uh, no no messed no. up even the no, don't no, do it no okay <laughs> even the synopsis so, is disturbing and will make you like oh for weeks yeah okay. uh the like and then the thing they did is at the end of the game it's hugely open it's and it's one of those endings that's like, we'll leave it to your interpretation. Um, but then they give you a thing that earlier in the game explains everything, but only if you stumble upon it. Like it's a off the beaten path note that literally gives away the game, but only if you stumble upon it. And stuff like that genuinely angers me because it's, we created a game that to me, at least this is how I view it. We created a game that has no ending and it's like weird, but later we threw this thing in just because like, if you find it, you find it. Like, that's how I read it. And I'm like, I don't, I just do not like this game. <laughs> like I genuinely do not like Outlast 2. Every part down. of me is just like, fuck this game. The, there's a recent announcement that they're patching it to try and deal with a lot of the frustration because it's not just down to the plot. That's obviously going to be a very subjective concern. Most people have just said this game is genuinely annoying. It's <laughs> frustrating. It's frustrating because it's badly designed. That well, it's, it's, it's full of chase sequences with only one way out. It's full of bullshit deaths. It's full of hiding mechanics that don't work. It's mm. a waste of time. The and hiding mechanics, rarely used in this one. The first one, used a lot. This one, not that often. And what's crazy, you're absolutely right, TB. The last hour of this game is... Uh, intersect between the past, which is like the, the the past story, which is the more interesting one, the one that's in the school, Everyone the one that you're that. actually like, what yeah. the hell's going on? And then the crazy hillbilly cultist. Here's the thing. The way it works last hour of the game is intersect between, oh, lore dump in the past. Like, this is cool. This is interesting. This is creepy. Cut to, you're now back in the, in the present and an immediate chase scene. And the chase scene ends, cut back to the past. You're like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Cut back to the present, another chase scene. Cut back to the past another chasing in the present and it does it four times that's the end of the game and you're just like it it's too it's too much of the same thing over and over again it's it feels 
like a game that four years ago would have been really popular. But now it's like it just the terrible. standards are higher. Like they have to, yeah. The trends yeah, have yeah, changed. Step up. Yeah, it's horror has evolved in games over the last few years. There's different, and it's one of the genres that evolves the most. We've seen it in so many different forms, and there are ways that horror was done that are considered obsolete at this point in games. Mm. And, and it's one of those things like I'm glad I experienced the game because it's definitely something that I will never forget. But it's <laughs> like it's one of those things where it, it, there's so many flaws. It's like too dark. It's one of those things where they're like darkness makes it creepy. It also makes you unable to figure out what the fuck is going on in some scenes. Like yeah. you actively have to go places, but it's either too dark or when your camera's up and you have night vision on, suddenly it becomes too bright. So you can't have that on. So then you pull it down. And you're like, well, it's too dark again. And oh man, like there's so much wrong with that concept of like, it's creepy because it's dark. Yeah, but it's still a game. We have to be able to play it. Right? <laughs> I think also horror burns out pretty damn fast if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again like it sounds like the pacing is all off there's too much of this bullshit chasing it's like that's not scary anymore like you've done this to me 20 30 40 fucking times already that's the entire game you're oh just my annoying God. me now yeah yeah and many and many of there's uh i think it was either episode nine or whatever we did there's a scene in the school where you're being chased and uh, no, as you're running, you're running from this crazy monster thing. It's chasing you, and uh, you you turn into a bathroom, and there's nowhere to go. And you're like, "What do I do?" Instantly killed. Okay, so we're like, "All right, maybe we missed something along the way." So we run back. We're running, running, running. We try all the doors. Instantly killed. We're like, okay, Trial so we can error, one check kill you. What do we do? So we're like, "All right, let's go." We run, 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 run. We get to the bathroom. Like, let's close the bathroom door. We close the bathroom door. He just opens the bathroom door, kills us. We're like, okay, what do we do? We go back in. Literally took us four tries to figure out like the way to like get around this dude but still it's four incredibly frustrating tries because you it isn't like you get hit it's like all right we have, we're doing something wrong it's you're instantly dead load all right let's try this again and i hate shit like that it drives me crazy and the first mm. game was filled with that to the point where at the end i wasn't even like oh man i'm scared of this thing it was like fuck this guy fuck this game i just want to beat it yeah, yeah. We even, yeah we even had a moment where through the entire game we're like oh look over there there might be lore look over there there might be lore Last hour of the game was like, fuck it, just go. Just like, I don't yeah, care. I don't do care. It. Get it over go. with. Yeah. yeah. Don't sound good to me. Had no interest in playing it. Certainly don't after that. Is it yeah. all up on your channel? Uh, Yeah, as of today, everything's up. It is uh, The end, real talk, that last hour. Uh, if you want to just get the gist of what the game is, it's literally about 45 minutes of us running from horrible shit and being like, this sucks, followed mm -hmm. by... A lot of weird cutscenes were like, wait a minute, is this what this game's about? And then a lot of our usual talking at the end where we try to wrap up what the fuck we just saw. But this is one of those games where it's like, everyone's just like, well, I feel like a horrible person now and uh, need to go take a shower. Like, it's just, <laughs> not, it's not a pleasant experience at all. Yeah. Nah. So if you can avoid watching it because you don't want to be like ruined like you know how there's some things where a friend's like hey check this out and you watch it uh, it's like just the weirdest worst thing you've ever seen you're like why forever. would you know yeah. this to me yeah that's me telling you you don't necessarily have to watch this that's <laughs> like, kind of you i think for most people misery is best shared you know oh yeah i do like as a person who planned on watching it on your channel once it was all up like after hearing this really vague description of how the game got even more fucked up than you expected, I think I'm not alone when I say that part of me is like, 
now I have to watch it. Like I got it. I got to fucking know. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's one of those things where I think it's the shock of the fact that they like went there. there. And then also the shock of the fact that like they did it very brazenly. It's like, they didn't give a fuck. They're like, we're going to tell this story, which is interesting, but boy, is it uncomfortable. Like it's an Mm -hmm. uncomfortable experience. I think that's the best way to describe this game. Uh, about eight hours of the most uncomfortable game you will ever play. <laughs> Genuinely, you'll be like, why did I do that? Yeah. Right. Doesn't sound like fun to me. All right. Unless anyone's got anything else, we can move on to the news. Sure. Nope. What do we got? Yeah. What's, what's yeah. news worth? Uh, There's a couple of things. Uh, we talked about Prey earlier, and I mentioned there was dickery on the behalf of Zenimax, because of course there is. Well, this dickery has had a direct response. So, Zenimax is pretty notorious for being extremely overzealous with its trademarks. And it's caused uh-huh. issues before. You heard about scrolls. They went after that because, like, well, Elder Scrolls, like, yeah, but not the same thing at all. Right. They've done it with a couple of other things. They have now gone after a game called Pray for the Gods, which oh. is a upcoming indie title. They basically forced them to change it to a fucking awful name, which is Prey misspelled, which means that finding it is going to be now impossible in a search engine. So, I'm, I'm, and they've now defended it publicly. A Bethesda exec came out and said, we didn't have a choice. Pete Hines, Bethesda VP, is like, look, if we don't defend it, we risk losing the trademark. We really don't have a choice in the matter. Um, I think you probably assume this is the first time that Nomad Studios were he- hearing about it. This is the only thing we've tried. Nothing of none of that is true. So that it implies they have tried to get them to change it to no avail, and then they felt that a cease and desist was required. Uh, my, I mean, I have knowledge of trademark law. It's of UK law. I know a bit about US law. It's a bit out of date. I'm not a lawyer. Just do not fucking take me 100 seriously on this. But my understanding of trademark law is it's no, it not in any way required that they do that. And it's also inconsistent because they haven't gone after any other game that's used the word Prey. Wings of Prey is a very popular flight sim that came out years ago. They never touched that. Um, Prey for the Gods is not clearly not the same name at all. There was a recent issue with Cyberpunk, and CD Projekt did a very good job of explaining the specific situation and how trademark law works in this respect. Right. And the reality of trademark law is that it's supposed to protect brands from confusion with other brands, either malicious right. or accidental, so that a consumer doesn't mistake a popular brand that is built of goodwill legitimately on the back of a good product and good service with something else. In this case, that was never going to happen. Nobody was going to mistake Prey with Prey for the Gods. Completely different title. Has the same word in it. Doesn't matter. Loads of games have the same word in it. Same thing with cyberpunk. It's like, that doesn't mean that you can't use the genre term cyberpunk. You can't describe something as a cyberpunk game. You just can't specifically call your video game cyberpunk. That's what it was for. And have you two frozen? You're gone, aren't you? Bugger. Well, we should be back in theory. Apologies for that. Internet went kaput. Very rare, but it did. Ha- it can happen. I would... Oh, I believe when I last left you, I was saying that I don't think that Bethesda had to do this at all. 
Yeah, uh, you were in the middle of the phrase, no one's ever going to confuse prey with, with pray for the gods. Pray of the gods. No, yeah. No, no. You know, and that's the purpose of defending your trademark. The whole use it or lose it thing is not as strict as people claim it is or think it is. Again, trademark law is very misunderstood by a lot of people. And I think that Bethesda claiming that they had to do this is nonsense. I don't think they had to. Yeah. I think there were definitely <laughs> other solutions. I'd be interested to know what other solutions they claim to try. Because they said this is not the first time they've talked to the company. It may be the other company said, no, we're not changing it. And then they said, well, cease and desist. I was like, no, they had the right to say no. And really, it comes down to whether or not, you know, it, it would go into court. And obviously, this company has no intention of fighting Xenomax. They can't afford it. This shit's expensive. What? Uh, hmm. Like, why is for search results? Like, why? It doesn't seem like this would be a problem or an issue. It's, like, not. it's just, mm. yeah, I don't know why they had to make it one. That's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, you bring up search algorithms and SEO, and we've seen plenty of companies do that before. I don't, that again, I don't see that's going to be an issue. You really think Pray for the Gods is going to take over Pray in Steam search results, Google search results? No fucking way! No chance. All they've done now is make it fucking harder to find this game, because you've got to spell it weird and put an extra fucking A in it, which, again, there'd be no reason to do. I think it's nonsense. I think it's overly aggressive. I think it's, it's just them being dicks. They didn't have to do that. Mm. I agree. They keep doing it. In other news, not really an awful lot going on, honestly. <laughs> In other news. In other news. Mm, In other nothing. news, fucking nothing. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, the only other thing I found kind of interesting was that following that recent Chinese change in legislation, Blizzard has revealed Overwatch loot crate drop rates. Ooh. Yeah, but only in China, right? Yeah, they disclaimed it by saying this may not be regional drop rates. Right. But it might be. But maybe it's not. But it could be. Some people did some not. numerical analysis based on stuff they've done before, like, you know, a guy opened a thousand crates and stuff. It's fairly close. In fact, I believe the numerical analysis actually showed it was possibly a bit more generous than what they claimed, mm. which is interesting. They may be compensating in that respect. It'd be intriguing if that were the case. But I hope it just starts a trend in general. I mean, obviously, I think Western companies should also be compelled to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Why not? broken consumer right i mean you know it's bad enough that it is you know this kind of babby's first gambling yeah it would be nice to know what those rates are mm -hmm. for sure it's so funny going to go look up the uh different earlier versions whereas people going through all the videos that existed and trying to deduce mathematically what the drop rates were and it's just like my god there were a lot of videos on the internet where they're just people opening crates that is a market that is like you think it would be tapped out. Nope. nope. People love it. Oh god. People now, loved it with Hearthstone. Apparently people everyone's dodging now on the stream, by the way. Everything's just gone to hell here. Oh god. Oh no. We're all dodging now. Four Dodgers? What yeah, what? I, I just don't know what happened. It's, it, you know what? It's better this way. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's better this way. Stream's just going very, just very talking. weird. You're all dodging now. Yeah, I can't I can't change it. I this is this is fucked. It is what it is. Just deal with it. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's so broken. 
Yeah. I want. I would love to see more companies do this and not be forced into doing it. Just do it because it's good. Yeah. It's just a good thing to do. Don't see why not. I think that's probably about it in terms of news. Honestly, there yeah, there was a cool little topic that had been brought up. We don't really have a lot of time to cover it in depth, but I'd like to bring it up anyway. That I, if any of you guys played the new Mario Kart, I want to assume yes. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you've heard about that whole smart steering thing. Uh, yeah, that keeps you from like running off of the track and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a it's a steering assist mode mm -hmm. essentially. Um, I don't think there is a lot of controversy surrounding it, but it was brought up in a recent Gymquisition episode and just found the discussion interesting. Uh, I, Wait, I, again, I, what? What would be wrong with that as long as you're not in a competitive space? Well, I mean, you can use it in competitive space. You can use it online. But the issue being, as you might imagine, but like, well, they're ruining video games by, you know, making it casual. Everyone should have to earn it. Yeah. And it's it's just a, it's a very odd for Mario Kart in particular. It is an idea that makes me scratch my head. It's like of all the games, you would think Mario Kart would not be the one that we would be concerned about its competitive integrity right that's not something that i pers personally care much about I, it's a party game of oh course my God, it, there really are four of me why haven't you fixed this yet oh, boy, <laughs> it's harder than it looks I God, like it it is harder than it looks i'm pulling these feeds from zoom and apparently they've all decided no we want different things with i had it fixed and then i changed the overlay and it immediately broke again i'm working on it okay 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 so while I'm working on that, you know, feel free to make your argument sort of on the subject, you know, and the, the preposition being that adding modes like this to video games, some people believe dumbs the game down and somehow ruins it. it I mean, it's so, a weak position to begin with, but have fun. I, th I think that that's a stupid argument. But what, what I would say is as a person who was playing with friends who had steer assist off and I didn't realize I had steer assist on, um, it keeps you from doing things that give you an advantage. So while like people yes. could say that is an advantage, um, it keeps you from like drifting properly. You can't use shortcuts because it'll be like, you don't want to go down there. That's not a road. And it'll like, change it. It went back. Road. All right. We're, we're stuck on Dodger. Trust me. I've tried to change it. It keeps going back. It's broken. We're all Dodger now. Great. Okay. We're um, all Dodger now. <laughs> um, so I, I figure just just from playing it the small amount that i have played it that like yeah it assists you but it also like holds you back in some more advanced ways you know yeah so i don't think that it's a big deal honestly i mean i certainly think it makes no difference to online competitive mode i would imagine it is pretty much impossible to win with that on like at any real level because yeah. if it does stop you from hitting shortcuts you're never going to win at all ever it's not gonna happen right <laughs> so it doesn't affect online play at all and as regards to all arguments about you get good i'm like one fucking mario kart you're making that argument for fucking really of all things everything we need to can gate be competitive mario kart yeah it can and everything can be taken over by the casual agenda oh TV. yes that casual agenda <laughs> I, I don't have any issue with it. It, it. My issue with anything like that would be its implementation or whether or not it's a good implementation. By sounds of what I've heard, for people you know, just want to play along with Mario Kart with their family, 
it does the job. Yeah. It, you won't win. You honestly, you... like, for the most part, you can't even tell it's on. That's why yeah. I played for so long without realizing it was on until I was like, it's oh, actually fuck, on the by default, that, like, which is weird. Yeah. It's like, man, that's the reason why sometimes I think I'm about to run off the road, but I don't like I see that now, but it doesn't mm. it doesn't feel like it takes over control of your car or anything weird like that. Like you don't really realize it's on until somebody's like, hey, I think you have steering assist on. Yeah. I, so. I don't think in this case that it it's a huge deal and people will make, well, it's a non-troversy, but yeah, of course, so, someone's going to say it. I just think it's in a more interesting conversation. It's not about proving those fuckers wrong. It's like, no, that doesn't matter. It's more right. about to what level should accessibility be considered? Can accessibility ever compromise the game itself? To And if it does, you know, where where is the line drawn? I think it... I, I don't think there's many cases where it does, really. Mm. Especially if it's optional. Especially if it's optional. That's... Which it is. And, and I think also this is a game that, unfortunately for what it is, it's like, it's one of those games where it's designed for casual play, but for some reason there is a really passionate, hardcore, like, e-sporty world involved where it's like, oh man, there's tournaments and you get, it's like, yeah, but it's you can go both. You don't need to like calm your and ass. Like pretty much every tournament is private. Like it's privately run, right? There's no so, esports scene for yes. this, as far as I know. So if they want to say you can't use steer assist at their particular tournament, great. I believe also if you host a private game, you can force it off. That's my understanding. So it, and I think in this case, it's we we make this argument about hots, don't we? And there's always a danger that we come across as hypocrites in that respect but i don't see mario kart having compromised one for the other it's like if you wish to play at 200 cc on the hardest tracks with that off great you know maybe you have options i don't know can you turn certain items off in the game is that possible yeah yeah you can play all items or only specific items yeah because i i mean i don't see how you could have a competitive game that also has the blue shell in it yeah it's so it's so silly it's it's just people look at the end of the day just a little salt just a little shake 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 no one can see that it was a great shake i just think that uh yeah it's just people who are like it's unfair if you beat me because you have assist i'm sorry if you get beaten with that on you're so shit (laughs) yeah you're shit if if you like it literally hampers you from doing things that are good ways to win Mm -hmm. yeah that is is true and there's been some interesting arguments uh it, it's interesting that this comes up now because there was a recent announced trailer for a new character for street fighter 5 ed yet yes. another bison clone but what's interesting about it is that his move inputs are not like that at all they the are actually mash. very simple his specials yeah yep. uh, his but his specials are very interesting they're very easy to input um and of course that brings up the discussion of Fighting games are inherently hard to get into. They have a big barrier to entry because of input complexity. It puts a lot of people off. Can you create a character in an inherently competitive game with an esports scene and take that aspect out and still have it be balanced? And, I mean, in my opinion, the answer is absolutely. Because dropping inputs that way is not really an issue for a competitive player. If you're playing at that level, it's a non-factor. Yep. 
so it really doesn't affect anybody. And yeah, fighting games have issues. I with guess that. like I guess that's true because at the end of the day, the 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 hardest thing to learn about those games is how to read the other person. Absolutely. Right? And that's not something that has anything to do with inputs. Yeah, absolutely. If there's anything, guys, if there's anything I learned from Fast and the Furious 8, it's that <laughs> right. it, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what the car is. It's who's driving the car. Every time it's who's driving the car. You can have a shitty car, but if your driver's good, you can still win. And I think that's the case with all... Uh, Esports I don't know. There was a montage of him souping up that car after he made that statement, man. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did it with a Coke can, though. Coke. It's true. They shit. No, but like, um, <laughs> it's one of those things where I think at the end of the day, Street Fighter is about your skill and strategy as a player. And you are mind gaming the shit. If you watch those guys, especially like in the high levels of Evo and shit, and you watch them, it's back and forth and just like waiting for your moment. And it's mm -hmm. mind gaming the shit out of people. And a guy who's going to run in and start playing the button mash character, you might be good. But at the end of the day, every other character is going to be a little bit better than you just because of the strategy and thought that goes into like when to do your move and how to do your move. And, and you're, if you're like me, you're going to be like, yeah, but I can kill people now. Not the best ones. You still won't be able to do that. And I'm not even convinced that that would be an issue because really, yeah, if the game is truly down to the ability to read your opponent and strategy, the inputs shouldn't matter. You know, mm. it's a button mash character. Yeah, but if you mash with him, you'll lose because if you mash with any character, you'll lose, right? That's it's just the... like with any input where you have to count the number of times that you've hit that button. Technically, yes. like if you want to play him correctly. Yes, I, I played Shoto characters only for the longest time because I had problems with the charge motion. So that limited the number of characters I could play. Is is that a skill issue? It, or maybe it's just a mental block. Some people are never really going to get over that. Some people have problems That's with me. specific things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still can't do it. I, I can do a charge motion now, but only with a hitbox, which is a $200 piece of fucking hardware. You know? I had mm. major issues with that. So it's nice that I could now choose different characters. There's some fighting games that have tried to address this and still remain very competitive. I mean, fucking Guilty Gear has auto combo for fuck's sake, and that's one of the hardest fighting games in the world. Persona 4 mm. Arena had that. Again, very hard game. And so genuinely, at the end of the day, what this does is opens up your community to more people. Mm -hmm. And even though at the moment you may be like, oh, but the, oh boy, it's ruining our game. They're How? not. If anything, they are adding more people to community, people who will then care and love your esports aspect of it, the part that's really hardcore and really competitive, and they will hype that up even more. You're all, this is only a win-win. It's just people just who just can't handle that like, oh, these intruders into our world. It's, it's, it's gatekeeping. World. It's what yeah, it is. exactly it, what it is. It, I, I try to find an example of a game where having an easy mode would somehow compromise that game. And everyone keeps up bringing Dark Souls, and I still don't believe it. I genuinely yeah. do not believe that having a legitimate easy mode in Dark Souls would compromise anything. Nobody nope. is forcing you to use it. You know, the only issue being that it has an online component, but it would be very easy just to fucking disable that completely. <laughs> But then online. more people would get to experience the game and they didn't work as hard as I did. I don't give a fuck. They bought it. <laughs> Your face was so I perfect. love that on all three screens. That's great. 
and surround sound. Guys, I didn't work hard. They didn't work hard. It's a fucking video game. It's not a job. You know, and I, I just I want someone to come to me and actually argue the Dark Souls point beyond mere artistic vision. Come up with an argument that is not mere artistic vision. Anything but that. Yeah. Anything. And I'll listen to you. Because I think that argument is nonsense. We criticize the artistic vision of devs all the fucking time. It is not sacrosanct at all. Right now, the option for people that want to play Dark Souls and are bad at it and can't get past a certain point is there are there are ways around it. You know, there are easier builds. There are, you can bring in phantoms, etc. But a lot of people will just give up and watch it. And that's actually bad for everybody. Like, yeah, it's it bad for the developer because they're not buying the fucking game. It's like, oh, fuck buying Dark Souls. I'll never be good enough to play it. I'll just watch someone let's play it. You know, it's bad for the community because there's less people in it, less people participating in it. Who does it benefit? Nobody. Oh. Like, in, in real talk for anyone who's like, well, why does it have to be more than, than artistic vision? Why can't it just be that? We're not saying that every game needs to have an easy mode. We're saying, why can't it? Yeah. Like, don't we can't, we're not going to force a dev to do it. And we can't yeah, force a dev to do it. We're not saying they have to. We're just saying, what's the problem if they do? Like, right. don't get all twisted up in the logic here. It's not that big. It's like, we're not like saying, yes, they must, all games must have easy mode. No, we're just saying that if a game does develop easy mode, there shouldn't be a resistance to it because it's not ruining your game. It's, no, it's it's opening it up to a new audience that probably wants to play but couldn't before. Yeah, that's a, that's your that game. Is. You know, yeah. th that's that's the specific point. It's like your game. You know, someone in chat makes an argument. I argue that Super Meat Boy would lose far more than Easy Mode Dark Souls. Yeah, it would lose, but that's not my problem because the other dude bought it. If he wants yeah. to watch that entire game autoplay itself, or have a jump assist, or maybe. <laughs> Have a rewind. You know, rewind's a great uh, example of a mechanic that's been introduced in a few games. If they want to play it that way, that's entirely up to them. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't affect me at all. It doesn't affect my experience in any way. Yep. It's true. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have a game on a list of no, this game can't have it. Mm -hmm. In principle. I'm not saying that all games, uh, it would be easy to do it. I'm not saying it would be maybe very suitable, but if there was an autoplay option in every single, single player, single player game right. that played the game for you, that would not be a problem for me at all. No. Mm. I'd, I'd love to find a reason against it. I've never seen a legitimate argument against it. I love all the arguments that were just totally wrong about Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, the reason why it's hard is like that's the lore. Like, all right, I sure, don't whatever. Care. It's like, <laughs> like oh, I, 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 are you all triggered because I watched a Let's Play? Because I didn't experience the suffering with you. Because I, I watched it. I never played that game. Oh, <gasps> I, I, but I got to see the ending and experience that world in a lesser way. But I got to do it. And I didn't have to do the work that you did. <gasps> oh, no. Fly heart. Oh, no. It's like you cheated. Does that lessen oh, wow. you? How could no. you? Does that How lessen could... your experience? <sighs> have I damaged it forever? <laughs> you? you've, ru you've ruined dark souls for everybody yeah. I've ruined so. no one's gonna play it anymore it's done Your tears so delicious 
Bullshit. Bullshit. Sorry. Y'all want to do releases? Yeah, let's do it. What should we got? I mean, I'd love to show you. Oh, God. I don't know what's going to happen when I change the releases overlay. Do it, do it, do it, do it. What does it look like? It's six Dodgers. This is not okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Is it? It was. Okay. I think I've got it down to three. All right. I can get us three. All right. We got three Dodgers. It's going to. This is getting fixed in post. All right, what's the first game? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's three Dodgers. It's three oh, Dodgers. No. The first game is called Edgelands. Edgelands. Um, if I remember right, it was a side-scroller, kind of interesting-looking game. The Atmospheric Edgelands? Adventure. The Edgelands, yes. Yes. Ooh. Explore uncanny, rustic environments, solve puzzles, and interact with local inhabitants, apparently walking very slowly in the process. Yep. Um, the one after that is Strafe. Which we've yes. we talked yep. about. Watch the, the watch the trailer. It's amazing. So good. Uh, the one after that is called Sonder. It looks like another just we're in space. Are you sondering yeah. through space? You're sondering through space. Episode one, early access game. Mm. Something goes wrong on board maintenance. Yeah, it it's it's been a lot of sci-fi walking sims lately. Apparently this looks like one of them. Yeah. The game after that is called Runaway. Um, the description, I don't know why I thought it was funny. Six teens from college are going to spend an unforgettable weekend in a country house, but they do not even know why they will have to go through. Well, then. <laughs> it's like a visual novel the uh, font choice. game. Look at that font choice, that fucking blood. Oh, God. It's good. It's good I... shit. The um, game after that is called NBA Playgrounds. Yeah, looks interesting. Uh, I got an NBA Jam two on two thing. Yep. With big yeah. heads, I love it. Yep. It's got a great goofy style. Cool. And they play Hanamura. Good for them. Yep. <laughs> the game after that is called Rat Simulator, where you're oh, a rat. Please. It's adorable. It's a stealth you game. You get murder. Oh, Jesus. You can jump like 50 feet in the air. Okay. Yeah, you have to keep the pest man from getting to you. Lovely. Next. The next game is called Warfare Online. <sighs> Generic name. Jesus. Yep. It's tug a of war. tug of war war game. Yep. Okay. With uh, cards. The game after yep. that is pretty self explanatory. It's called Cat or Bread. I prefer bread. <laughs> I don't know. Which how you one is it? Is it cat or is it bread? I love how it doesn't even support the English language. That's great. Yep. Game after that. that, no. Game after that is called Blockle. It's a VR. Um, what's that fucking game? Jenga. It's Jenga. It's Jenga. VR Jenga. Why do you just play real Jenga? Because not everybody has all of their family and friends in the same home. Yeah, I mean that's why you get an eight hundred dollars VR device. We got four of those to play it. Oh yeah, the, the promo video is four guys sitting on the couch playing Jenga online when they What's can just the point? Jenga. <laughs> that is silly. Uh, That's okay. very next. That's amazing. The next game is called Cyber Drifter. It's a VR FPS game, but it's like you got that minimal like, oh, everything's black, but then there's neon tron yeah. shit going on. It has actual movement. So mm. yeah, not a stupor. Next one is called Last Stitch Goodnight. Last Stitch, good night. Mm-hmm. Side-scrolling action-adventure game. It's got, like, a slightly new groundsy feel to the artwork. Slightly. But... That's very generous of you. We'll oh, try. my. You survived death, and now you're beating people up, I guess, is the point. 
<laughs> you, you survived death, but nobody else will. Yeah, fuck them. Next. The next game is called Bounty Killer. It's a cowboy simulator game. Well, that sure as people. hell looks like McCree. Admittedly, McCree is not exactly an original character design, but yes. True. Yeah. The game after that is called Elliot Quest for PS4. Um, it's kind of a retro pixel side-scroller game. It looks kind of oh. cute. Yep, it's been on cute PC or for fucked a up. It's kind of hard to tell nowadays which Indeed. one it's going to wind up being. Um, the game after that is a new Harvest Moon game called Harvest Moon Save the Homeland for yep. PS4. Oh, boy. Speaking game... of Harvest Moon, by the way, something that is missing from our list, uh, there's a game out today, Birthday thingy birthday's the beginning from what the original harvest moon creator it's a life echo system simulator apparently Whoa, oh. this is cool. yeah looks kind of neat <laughs> There's dinosaurs. the next one is also for ps4 called polybius p-o-l-y-b-i-u-s it's another like you're in tron but i don't know i really liked the logo sure <laughs> After that is Resident Evil Code Veronica X for PS4. That's and, a port, um, yeah, and then Strife, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and then Strife for PS4 as well. May 10th, we have Master of Magic Chess. This is a free-to-play game that is not a chess game. Great. <laughs> Oddly what? enough, it's a tactics game. Oh, okay. Oh, because it's magic chess, not chess. Yeah, because yeah. it's magic chess, and that's Trailer far more complex. Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's just a hex-based grid tactics collectible game. Yeah, there's quite mm -hmm. a lot of those coming out, it seems. Uh, Genesia Legacy is the next game. I can't tell oh, if this is a port or if it's just an old-looking game, but... Success of old-school games, yeah, punitive turn-based strategy. Domain. Yep. The game after that is called Pixel Shinobi Nine Demons of Mamoru. Okay. Side-scrolling ninja game. That is what it is. Wow, doesn't have a trailer. Okay. Mm-hmm. The game after that, which I've heard lots of good things about, is called Rakuen, R-A-K-U-E-N. Hospitalized boy comes to terms with his own story by traveling with his mom to a beautiful fantasy world. Um, I've heard that this game is really great. Getting to the moon vibes from this. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing. And then last up on the 10th is Dead Cells. Roguelite Metroidvania action platformer. It's like a... I like how colorful it is. I feel like yeah. a lot of games that have this art style wind up being sort of muted, but this is like super colorful. Yeah. 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 I do like the aesthetic a lot. Mm -hmm. Early access. And yeah. Then on the 11th, we have Royal Offense. Um, another like tactics game. Yeah. It's a very kind of slow moving real time tactics spawn shit and it runs in a line game. Mm -hmm. The game after that is called A Second Before Us. It looks like kind of a walk around atmospheric game because in every screenshot, there's nothing going on. <laughs> yep. Always those very slow panning trailers of nothing. Yeah. They have no names, only serial numbers, apparently. <laughs> the game after that uh, looks up my alley. It's called Mind Cubes Inside the Twisted Gravity Puzzle. Uh, got kind of like a limbo, um, like gross color scheme, if that makes uh, sense. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything looks dirty. dirty. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So there's that. And it looks like maybe you can kind of like rotate. Uh -huh. Yeah. The cubes um, 
the cubes of your mind. Next after that is again Red Cube. Red Cube VR. I... It's designed to help get you in touch with your own consciousness. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it looks like a stand on a platform shooting things game. <laughs> yeah. This is stupid. Whoa. All the right. game after that is called Plasma Puncher. I mean, a game like that can't be bad, surely. Right, right. Oh, is this a, this aesthetic? It Ooh, might not yeah. be bad. It yeah. might not be bad. This looks Look pretty neat. Plasma Puncher, he's punching. Sure. Yeah, you're a white blood cell fighting germs <laughs> with your fists. Yeah. Yeah, this looks neat. That's pretty cool, yeah. And then last up on the 11th is Minecraft Switch Edition. Indeed. So. Indeed. Moving Finally. on to the 12th. I know, thank God. Moving on to the 12th, we have Forged Adventure, which is a turn-based RPG. There's just something about the way this looks that I really like. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. It's not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Just it looks satisfying to me. <laughs> it's, uh, it looks very uh, like original roguelite things only move when you do, but you're moving like a large group. So it's sort right. of like a strategy game instead. Yeah, this actually looks intriguing. It's got like even a bit of Crypt of the Necro Dancer in there, I think. Yeah. The next one is called Ovivo in all caps, O-V-I-V-O. It's uh, another like kind of weird looking black and white platformer. Whoa, okay. what is this even about? Somebody well, screenshot Oh yeah, this, this art style is great. Love it. Yeah, man. Really nice. The game after that is called Steam Hammer. Uh, the first hardcore sandbox RPG in a steampunk setting. Really? It's about it says. time. Thank uh, God. Don't know about that, but it's an early access I mean, game, so it looks talk to cool. Me two years. Like the like the the look of it is nice. Yeah, but it's like build whole towns, do everything. Very ambitious. Early access. Yeah, talk to me in two years and see if it's still alive. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, the next game is called Hot Plates. It looks like um one of those sort of like kitchen management games, which I love. Oh yeah, yeah. This does look pretty cool. Looking. Yeah, UI needs some work, very much so. Mm -hmm. And then last up for the twelfth is a game called Remember, Remember, a psychological horror visual novel that I guess is has Edgar Allan Poe involved somehow. Edgar Allan Poe plus anime, what a combo! I know it's gonna go great. I'm Indeed. positive. And last couple of games, got to wrap up pretty quick. We yes. all have to leave. On the 15th, we have Iced, which is an adventure game that follows an ice fisherman. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I think that looks interesting to me. Oh, that does look interesting. And then the last game is called Rocking Pilot. Okay. Shoot, blast, and slash through. Hordes of enemies in Rocking Pilot. Twin stick shooter extravaganza. Um, and, all right. I mean, sure is a twin stick, all right. Mm. Yep. So I think this week it's like, probably play strafe and pray i think is the advice we can give yeah man. not not a not a big week for anything really as far as i can tell mm. i think that about wraps it up we have to leave we have yeah, got we to go. leave i would have to get all this camera shit fixed in post i've got to go they've got to go make sure to check out the upcoming stream you're checking out larian's divinity 2 gm mode with matt mercer that can be found where It'll be found on Larian's Twitch channel, I believe. Um, and yeah. We've all, all retweeted. Look at our mm -hmm. Twitter. It's all there. It's going to be Matt Mercer, me, Jesse, Sam, and Bikeman. 
Yeah. Um, happening in a couple of hours, I believe. Be super fun. It's happening at four o'clock, which is, yeah, two hours from now. Very cool. Twitch.tv slash Larian Studios. Excellent. Thank you very much for watching the show, folks. Sorry, it was a shorter show today, and we are sorry about the problems that we had. What a clusterfuck what problems? that was. Indeed, yeah. I edited all that in post. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, folks. We will see you next time. Goodbye.